Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. News team, assemble! Hello and welcome to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast and our weekly news roundup of all things wrestling. It's at time of recording is the 14th of March, so we'll be covering everything that's happened in the last week. My name's Troy, and not as always, I'm joined by Aaron. Um, How are you, darling? I'd like to go away again. This is an NXT review, so I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) You mean we've got to talk about serious stuff rather than absolute pish? You're not cut out for this, are you? Uh, I'm not cut for the professionalism, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to the NXT review from last week. Inmates running the asylum. That was fun. Yep, it was a lot of. I mean, I've got to let I've got to let you be in charge of it the week that Dolph wins the NXT champion. Yeah, baby, let's go. <laughs> First and last time, but don't worry about it. <laughs> um, yeah, we've we've got an awful lot of news to get through. Um, and unfortunately, not all of it good uh, at time of recording. Uh, Scott Hall is currently on life support. And at that is after suffering three heart attacks. PW Torch is reporting that uh, the Hall of Famer uh, is on life support in a hospital in Marietta, Georgia, um, after he underwent a hip replacement surgery last week. Uh, but a blood clot got loose uh, and that caused the issue. Uh, Kevin Nash has since uh, released a statement on his Twitter uh, saying the following, uh, Scott's on life support. Once his family is in place, they will discontinue life support. I'm going to lose the one person on this planet I've spent more of my life with than anyone else. My heart is broken and I'm so very fucking sad. I love Scott with all my heart, but now I have to prepare my life without him in the present. I've been blessed to have a friend that took me at face value and I him. When we jumped to WCW, we didn't care who liked or hated us. We had each other, and with the smooth Barry Bloom, we changed wrestling both in content and pay for those a lot that disliked us. We were the outsiders, but we had each other. Scott always felt he wasn't worthy of an afterlife. Well, God, please have some gold-plated toothpicks ready for my brother. The life, my life was enriched when his uh, with his take on life. He wasn't perfect, but as he always said, the last perfect person to walk on this planet, they nailed to a cross. As we prepare for life without him, just remember, there goes a great guy. You ain't going to see another one like him again. See you down the road, Scott. I couldn't love a human being more than I do you. Terrible, terrible news. Um, And as I say, at time of recording, that is still the the current situation. Um, Kevin 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 Nash's uh, tweet that came out, uh, I believe, early this morning at time of recording. Um, And the news about the... The heart attacks broke only yesterday, so still very, very fresh. Um, but yeah, really, really uh, awful situation. Terribly sad to hear. Um, yeah, not how I wanted to start the news off, but it's 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 the the, the talking point at the moment. So um, oh, yeah, no. just terrible news. On a light note, what is your favourite Scott Hall match? Ah, oh. I'm gonna go the ladder at Mania Ten, Sean. That's a shout, you know. That's a real shout. Yeah. 
There's also they had like the one, two, three kid, like wasn't it his first match against against him? Yeah. First, first yeah. win, first match, yeah. Yeah. We might go back, do a little, do a little retrospective episode. Um, some of some of the favorite matches. But yeah, that's uh it's it's sad news, really is. Um yeah, I haven't really got too much more to say on that. Should we uh should we move on to something that's you see equally, it later. Not not <laughs> equally as sad, but I mean it's it's, it's still not there. the be- it's still not the best news is up there, isn't it? Honestly, it will be cheerier it, the further into the episode. We it go, gets honest. better, honestly. <laughs> just try and get some of the bad news out of the way first and then just bring up the mood as it goes on. Uh WWE superstar Biggie suffered a broken neck during a match on SmackDown Live on Friday night. Biggie was teaming with Kofi Kingston and Sheamus. Again, Seamus, sorry, and Ridge Holland when he took an overhead belly-to-belly suplex from Holland, landing on his head. After the match, fans expressed their concern for Biggie on social media, with the wrestler then posting a video where he gave an update on his condition. He confirmed he had broken a suffered neck. Speaking while wearing a neck brace, Biggie said, I can't thank all of you beautiful people enough for all of your concern and your messages. It's very heartwarming. I can move all my digits. He said, was wiggling his fingers at the camera. You see that? That's nice. That's always a good thing. Strength feels fine. But unfortunately, right now, they tell me my neck is broken. So there's that. But once again, thank you, everybody. I'm going to be all right. I'll be good. Don't worry. Go to sleep. Don't worry about old me. But for real, thank you. I appreciate all of your support. For real. There was an update on that as well, 24 hours later, uh, where we said C1 and C6. Uh, sections of his, I guess, spine or neck area are indeed fractured. However, there's no displacement, which is a very good thing. He said, I don't have any damage to my uh, spinal cord, no ligament damage and no surgery, which I'm very thankful for. Um, Just the actual bone that carries my whole body, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, In an article with outkick.com, sports doctor David Chow, uh, who has worked as a consulting physician for WWE, uh, explained that the injuries could lead to the end of Biggie's wrestling career, since the C1 fracture could heal incompletely. Uh, he's quoted as saying, "The C1 fracture is the most dangerous, as it's the top cervical vertebrae. Uh, as the top cervical vertebrae is a ring and is commonly associated with immediate death or complete paralysis. Thankfully, the fracture was not displaced, and he will not need surgery. However, this type of fracture often heals incompletely, and it may mean the end of his wrestling career." He then turned to discuss the C6 fracture and went on to say that it required at least three months of recovery time. Quoted as saying, the C6 fracture is a likely uh, compression injury to the vertebral body. This likely requires immobilization, but not surgery. One would anticipate a minimum of three month recovery time with full function uh, and normal activities for the lower cervical injury. Yeah, that was fucking awful to see. Um, I was at Jay's house when that happened uh, and saw it live and it, yeah, just was not nice at all. Uh, yeah. Reminded me recently, the most recent one was um, Drew McIntyre and Mad Cat Moss in almost a carbon copy. The only difference was that one was in the ring and this one was on the outside. Yeah. But both from a, a, an overhead belly to belly, um, both landing on their head. Um, not the first time Holland's had a dodgy belly to belly, but. Yeah, well, there, was, there was the one against Johnny Gargano, wasn't yeah. there? In NXT. Yeah. Um, just, I don't know. There's, there's been an awful lot of stuff online and we, we won't get too much into that 
talk more about kind of the, the injury and stuff like that. But an awful lot of chatter I've seen on social media, um, whether it be Twitter, Facebook and stuff like that, around people saying he should be fired and he's unsafe and this, that and the other. Um, it's it's wrestling. Unfortunately, these things happen. I was watching an interview, uh, not an interview, it was just a video that uh, Eddie Kingston was doing. Uh, I think in regards to like the black eye he suffered after his match with Jericho. And he just said, like, it's not ballet. These things yeah. happen. Um, that's not to excuse anything. That's not to kind of, you know, excuse anyone for, you know, maybe being a bit undertrained or whatever. Um, but unfortunately, with wrestling, these things happen. Uh, he's extremely lucky, the situation that it is, um, and that, you know, he's going to recover from it. Whether it is or is not the end of his career, we don't know. Maybe too early to speculate. Obviously, we will hope for the best and hope it isn't. Um, but yeah, sort of calling for someone to be sacked. I, yeah, that's I a don't bit. know. It's a, it's a bit strong, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you say maybe, you know, back to NXT, back to developmental, maybe work a little bit more there. A lot of people saying he was brought up a bit too early. Um, again, I'm not too sure. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. But um, yeah, but I certainly don't think there's kind of grounds to say, right, you, you're sacked. Yeah, as a, as a actual guy not a character Ridge Holland he's done nothing wrong on social media he's said nothing in the past it's controversial exactly. he's never done anything like that yes he's new to the company he's green uh, or bunny greener. greener than yeah. most people yeah, yeah. Um, just go back put him in training more if it's an issue it's exactly. not you don't exactly. have to sack him he's no not reason done... to sack people off he's not on social media yeah you know calling out this that and the other he was one of the first people to go visit biggie in hospital yeah um you know rightly so but you know being one of the first people there sort of thing um and that, that's that was the other sort of thing i was going to touch on biggie is universally whichever wrestling promotion you watch around the world universally is beloved by wrestling fans and wrestlers alike and, you know, whenever a wrestler gets injured, the sever- regardless of the severity, you always see, you know, a, a big kind of outpour of emotion from the community. But I've never seen such an overwhelming amount towards Big E. And I knew that he was really loved and appreciated in the wrestling community. But I think quite realised how much until I saw everything on social media. Um, and it's kind of a real testament to his character and him as a person. Um, I know it was around the time when Brody passed and he was one of the first people there and, you know, it was commended a lot on that. And yeah, it's, it's nice to see how much of an impact he's had on so many or continues to have rather on so many people around the world, whether, as I say, a wrestling fan or a wrestler. So that was really nice to see. Um, one of the most positive people you'll ever see as well whether it be in interviews or in his social media stuff. And, you know, even the videos of him there in his neck brace and, you know, explaining the situation were still all smiles and yeah, just really a really positive person to kind of take inspiration from in situations like that, where, you know, you, the world is, is on its ass, you, you know, your life's turned upside down, potentially you can't wrestle again and still remains that really strong positive attitude. Really, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, fair play. Everyone, I love Biggie. I give me a person that doesn't. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And I'll fight them. Yeah, exactly. I will I'll too. fight for Biggie's honor. <laughs> um, yeah, get get well soon. Well wishes massively from us the world over. Um, yeah, really, really hope for just a speedy recovery. Take as long as you need to recover, but just recover. 
just make sure you're all right. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's move on. Next up, we'll get into lighter news now. Uh, WWE wants to induct the Steiner brothers into the Hall of Fame. It took... Uh, fucking hell, Aaron. English. There we go. <laughs> it looks like one or both of the Steiner brothers could be inducted into this year's WWE Hall of Fame. Dave Meltzer stated during the latest Sunday night's main event podcast that Rick Steiner is being talked about to get inducted this year. And they would also like to induct Scott Steiner. Scott has said a lot of negative things about WWE, and most notably Triple H over the years, and has not done anything with WWE in almost 20 years. Scott has said that Triple H buried him during his last run with the company. WWE appears willing to bury the hatchet and induct him and his brother Rick into this year's Hall of Fame in Dallas. Uh, Matt Men's Andrew Zarian was told by multiple people that Rick Steiner will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame this year, but his brother Scott will not be inducted. So, conflicting like reports there. Like, what are you going to say? <laughs> it won't be his son inducting him anyway, that's for sure. <laughs> Definitely not a Steiner. <laughs> Definitely not a Steiner. Nope. Surname's Breaker. It's not a Steiner. Nope. Blending NXT into the news. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't help yourself, could you? <laughs> um, I think it'd be fucking dead rightly deserve to go in it'd be fucking awesome to see them in there both of them yeah no that's what i mean as a tag team the steiner brothers are fucking influential as a tag team the thing is there's no negative to wwe putting scott steiner in the hall of fame no there's he's he's the only one that's been negative to well i don't know like as far as we know you know he's been quite outspoken about his views on them triple h buried everyone back in the day yeah, exactly. Booker T's in the Hall of Fame. He got buried. Yeah, he wasn't going, oh, yeah, no, nah, mm, probably don't want Oh, it. Triple H buried me. And, oh, and there was some right shite in that storyline with Booker T and Triple H. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we won't get into that. People like him should not be world champions. <laughs> Fuck me. Madness. Like, <laughs> he's in there. That's fine. They buried the hatches. Scott, Scott Steiner. Triple H for Scott Steiner to do a 20-minute match at Royal Rumble 2003 with a fucked leg. <laughs> and Scott Steiner in a 20 minute match with a fucked leg versus Triple H so methodical Triple H himself it's not a good match <laughs> it's not a good match it's not I'd, a good match I'll be, I'll be honest and this, this is I mean it's in the nicest way possible I didn't realise Scott Steiner could go 20 minutes he can't <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing uh... I blame Triple H for Scott Steiner being shite in WWE. So does he, quite rightfully so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> forcing a boy. It's like forcing Goldberg to do like a 20-minute match. <laughs> Goldberg, oh, Bill, right? 20-minute <laughs> minute submission match with William Regal. Nah, you're, it's a no nah, for me, pal. I, I can't do that. Oh. <laughs> I haven't got it in my arsenal. <laughs> exactly. I can't do it. <laughs> Scott Steiner said I, and look what happened. Uh, Goldberg's like, I can give you a five-minute match where I just spam my finisher. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone into the options on 2K22 and I've just put infinite finishers. <laughs> Steiner recliners for days, man. For days. For days. <laughs> oh. Oh. I mean, uh, it, it would be awesome if they went in. Um, uh, as I say, I think it, they'd really deserve to. Yeah, there's no negative for WWE to do it. They're, like, if they don't put him in and Josh Rick... 
they'll get backlash probably for exactly. not putting Scott in. Because they'll go, oh, you haven't put him in because he buried you. And if they do it, then they've done it. And but it's fine. Everyone exactly. gets a thumbs up. Yeah. Like, that's stupid. It is. It is. Uh, sticking with a little bit of Hall of Fame news. Uh, no Scott Steiner, but this. <laughs> wow. Are you, are you kidding me on? <laughs> Literally about... Does Scott, twi- Ste- does Scott Steiner need to get sexually assaulted by Kurt Angle to get in the Hall of Fame? Fucking is hell. That, is, that what, is that what this next bit is? <laughs> Crack on, Roy. <laughs> wow. You've... In one line, you've just turned us into an NXT podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is meant to be serious news, and you've come in here, swept him with your dirty clobber. <laughs> so WWE, um, actually at time of recording, was probably half an hour, 40 minutes ago, uh, announced that Charmel will be inducted into the Hall of Fame class of 2002. Um Complex was the first to announce her induction. Uh, I don't Complex a website. The WWE didn't outlet. even do it. They didn't care to do it. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's it's a bit of a weird one. I it's kind of come out of left field. Like it really feels like it's a bit of a, a kick fuck scramble this year for the Hall of Fame. Like we've got Undertaker, and we're like, makes oh. sense. Yeah, Undertaker makes sense. That's fine. Perfect. And it's, it's like a lot of people I remember saying like when Undertaker gets inducted. Should, should be the only inductee, and they just have like an hour and a half thing for him, which I'd have been cool with. You'd have four or five people come out and tell some little stories, anecdotes about it. But then over the years, they could have done that with a lot of other people as well. They could have done, like in terms, like he's one of the biggest to go in there. Like, and that's not to, like you go in there because you're big, because you've had an impact in the industry. Um, he's like massive to go in there, and I don't like it. I wouldn't be against seeing that. And rightly so, you say there are other people that could have had exactly the same, but I think in terms of longevity in the business and how long he's been about, like, what, 30? 35? Uh, 1998, and before that, what, three years in WCW? Yeah. So I wouldn't be against AWA before that? Yeah. I wouldn't be against seeing him going on his own, but that's that's not to happen. Uh, As we we mentioned last week, uh, Big Van Vader's going in. Um, Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, the Steiners possibly going in, um, but definitely going in. Yeah, Charmel. Um, Again, yeah. I would like to see Scott Steiner get sexually assaulted by Kurt Angle on a couch whilst he's sleeping. Right. <laughs> but for those that don't understand what the fuck you're on about, can you just give a quick explanation? I understand. Uh, and for anyone that doesn't, it sounds like you've gone fucking weird and just No, no, it was out. an actual WWE storyline. No, I know yeah, there was. I know yeah, there was. But some Kurt, people might not know that. Even though Booker T was a face, Charmel would come out with him. Was it for the US title or was it just a match? 2004 was a weird time. Um, and basically, <laughs> Charmel was sleeping on the couch backstage whilst Booker T had a match. And basically, Kurt Angle like, sneaked up while she was sleeping and just Lip locked her to death. Lip locked. Lip locked. Not to be confused with a chin lock (laughs) or any other kind of rest hold. Sucked her bottom lip off. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. And so then, that, that's what you're saying. That's it. So Scott Steiner didn't get that. That's why he's Scott not Scott Steiner it. did not get lip locked by Kurt Angle, therefore is not going into the Hall of Fame. Right, okay. That's, that's what happened, yeah. That's the entry level now for Hall you, of Fame, is it? You you tell me what Charmel's done. 
that's relevant. What, in wrestling or generally? Generally, wow. we can talk about our match in TNA versus Jenna, what's her face, that that Wrestling Observer gave minus five stars. Jesus Christ. That's how good it was. <laughs> it was on pay-per-view as well. As a character, she was pretty cool. I don't think... I. It's almost, like I said, it's almost as like this kick shit fuck scramble to find other people to go in. It's like, oh, hang on, we need a female inductee. Well, we can't put China in on our own. So, Charmel, she's I not don't under. Why not put China in? When I still don't understand why Charmel they can't. Charmel in there. I don't understand why they can't put China in on her own. Oh, people might Google it's it. Booker well, T literally made a phone call from Aberdeen yesterday because he was at Comic-Con in Aberdeen. And went, it? can you put my missus in the Hall of Fame this year? And she's <laughs> struggling. Can you put my missus in? <laughs> I, I, I know I've got two Hall of Fame rings, but she wants a matching one. She keeps stealing one of mine all the time. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> the reason they put her in. Brilliant. Cool. <laughs> Aye. Tell you, we told you it would be a lot cheerier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's only going to get cheerier as well. Shall we move on? <laughs> Let's go. <cool. laughs> it's you, mate. <laughs> oh, right. On his Grilling JR podcast, Jim Ross said he spoke to Steve Austin about WWE's plans for Stone Cold at WrestleMania 38. At the time we talked, he didn't sound overly enthusiastic about it. F4W Online's Brian Alvarez is under the impression that Steve Austin didn't fully agree to work WrestleMania 38 until very recently. Uh, Dave Meltzer says Steve Austin is increasing his cardio training Stone Cold's upcoming fight with Kevin Owens at WrestleMania 30 will involve more than just a kick to the stomach and a stunner. So that's <sighs> kind of a a day-by-day day thing on articles that came out over the yeah. last week. So at the very start of the week, JR saying he'd spoken to him, didn't sound too enthused about it. Uh, Brian Alvarez then coming out and saying he hadn't fully agreed until quite recently. So obviously just after he'd spoken to JR, and then Meltzer recent, most recently coming out saying he's increased cardio training for something that's going to be more than a stunner at Mania. I, I won't come out of retirement for The Rock again, or Hulk Hogan, or anyone else that wanted me to have a WrestleMania with match over the years with. But Kevin Owens, oh, that's right up my alleyway. Yeah. <laughs> It's no, no CM Punk versus Austin. Nah, nah. I gather, no, no I gather from that you're you're not interested in this. Nah. Is there anyone you would be interested in seeing Austin at this point in his? I say career. He's not wrestling, but at this point in his. Like, his why life. Kevin Owens? Because he does a stunner. Literally, because Kevin That's Owens does a stunner. Pretty much it, isn't it? Probably. That's genuinely what it is. Let's have a stunner Iron Man match. The only I mean, way what, you can win is what, by hitting stunners on each other. What's next? Are we going to get? Are we going to get DDP against fucking Randy? Randy Orton. For, for, an RKO Iron for, Man for match cus, for custody of the Diamond Cutter RKO. <laughs> <laughs> How many of them can you hit in twenty minutes? Let's go. <laughs> Again, just spamming your finisher. Just spamming the finisher. That's all it takes. Um, I, me and Jay spoke about this the other week, and like, if this was 10 or so years ago, I'd have been excited to see Steve Austin come back at Mania. But I just think you're one of the few people that when you walked away, when you said, like, I'm retiring, or I don't even think he, he didn't even He didn't, he didn't even, even explicitly say, say I'm retiring, did he? He just, he just, he just treated it match. like a match, yeah. And then that was I, it. I say a match, it was the Rock versus Austin free at Mania. Yeah, 
Yeah, but, ju- just yeah. a match. Just, just a, a match. match. Yeah. But and well, that's that's possibly their get out clause in it. They'll go, well, he never said he retired. That'll be how they play in it. Like, oh, he never said he retired. Like, fuck off, he did. He's not wrestled for what, how long? 20 years or something. 2003 was the last time. 2003, so yeah, yeah, nearly 20 years. At the Um, greatest mania ever, I will hear no other answer. Which one? 19. Why 19? We're not going to get into this. We're not going to get in. We'll do a a separate episode on this. We're not getting into that now. Um, (laughs) I know it always causes arguments. It does, because it's 17 and you're wrong. Ah, it's 19, mate. You're spitting out your hoop. Your arse is out your window. For anyone uh, that watches the news and not NXT, your arse is at your windy is you're chatting poop. <laughs> you're talking out your bum. You're talking out your bum. Aye. <laughs> bum bum willy willy bum bum. <laughs> Whatever it is, I don't know. Willy Again. bum bum willy willy bum bum. <laughs> willy bum 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 bum. Right, this it's not NXT 2.0. <laughs> I will not have you hijack this with childish rhymes, even though you I started even it. though I started it. <laughs> Right, back to the story at hand. KO and Stone Cold at Mania. Do you want it? Shay Bag, if they didn't give me a stunner Iron Man match. That's what I want right, to that's see. That's what you want. So that's what I want to see. You're I, I don't want a normal Stone Cold match. There's no fun in that. You just want a stun off, a 60 minute stun off. See, even back in the day, you don't want you didn't want a normal Stone Cold match. You wanted Stone Cold to fucking throw shit about, pit them in ovens and Fucking Ovens. hit them with bins and oh, run them can we, over. Can, and... they, can we not just have like a repeat of fucking Stone Cold and Booker T in the supermarket, but just exactly. Stone, Stone Cold and KO in a local like, quickie mart? <laughs> you want something like that with Stone Cold. You don't want an actual match. You never did back in the day either. No. The thing is, at least I know a lot of people like I've heard, oh, can he still go this, that, and the other. You go, well, Stone Cold style wasn't necessary it wasn't a high flyer, it wasn't technical, it was a brawler. And so by that merit, he's kind of protected coming back because he doesn't need to do an awful lot. Kevin Owens will sell the shit out of whatever he does to him. Yeah, all he did was punch and kick and yeah, that was it. Like yeah. maybe a suit a fucking th- a Fez press, Aye. flip the bird. That was pretty much it. And that and that got him over and it was fine. I'm good with that. Like he's one of my favorites, but he doesn't need to come back and do an awful lot. Even if they do put him in a match. Do what Taker did with Cena. A three-minute match where he just fucking wiped the floor with him. Yeah. yeah Literally yeah. do that. That's yeah. all you need. Or a cinematic match. Be fun. Oh, hmm. Remember, they progressively got worse over I don't, time. We, we get Kevin Owens and Stone Cold in fucking little golf buggies and they do like a little Mario Kart thing around Texas and they just fight at different landmarks. Oh, get a, get a sumo match in monster trunks on top of the building. <laughs> we fucking had that, mate. I don't need that again. <laughs> we do, we do. A, a uh, monster truck with arms like big, muscly arms at the sides with a vest on. Brilliant. And yeah, perfect. Oh, perfect. You, you love to see it. <laughs> oh, right. We'll move on, but we'll stick with WrestleMania news. Uh, as of Friday morning, so that'd be Friday just gone, which is the, uh, I don't know, the fucking 10th maybe or something march i don't know i haven't got a calendar in front of me anyway as of friday morning a source told wrestle votes that they expect up to seven more matches to be announced for the wrestlemania 38 card and the biggest domino yet to fall is seth rollins 
for obvious reasons, which we will get onto shortly. So, so it, it said what there? Seven more matches. Seven more matches on uh, top of those already announced. We have 10 so far. Uh, sorry, 11, because one's got a night to be decided. So, so there's we're, 11 we're, matches already there. We're getting 18 matches over, over the two, two nights. Mania. I mean, that's a typical pay-per-view amount. Nine. Well, I was going to say, how many do you get on Wrestle Kingdom over the two nights? It's probably about It's usually that, about the same, yeah. Yeah. Or on each night, yeah. Except Wrestle Kingdom's bearable, but yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, do, do you know what frustrates me the most about this? Like, I don't mind there being loads of matches, as long as there's substance to them. And it doesn't feel like there's really much substance to any of the matches, even even as far as the Reigns and Lesnar match goes. It's just kind of lazy booking. It's their two biggest stars against each other for both titles. And even the women's matches, like the women's titles matches, predictable, Rousey won won the Rumble, goes after Charlotte, even though it should have definitely been Becky. She should be against, but I digress. Uh, (laughs) Becky versus Bianca for a SmackDown title. Cool. Bianca gets a revenge from SummerSlam. Yay. Uh, I don't mind that as much, but again, it's just... Drew versus Corbin. Yeah, because we want to see that again. Why? Uh, I'd rather them just not be on the card than give us that again. I'd also... Like that. Um, Logan Paul in a match. Celebrity. That's nice. Number one. Usos v Nakamura and Boogs for the t- riveting. Um, is there any story to that? Well, yes. In a sense that it was the Usos that cost him his match against Reigns, wasn't it? There's oh. a bit of backstory there already because they, they fucked over Nakamura when he was meant to have that match against Reigns ages ago. Yeah. I don't know how they've revisited that, but that's the only that's connection I can... Right. Yeah. I don't um, know if that's what they're going with because I don't really watch SmackDown anymore. Yeah. Uh, Lesnar v. Reigns, we've already said. It's their two biggest stars. Uh, women's tag titles, it's just all the rest of the women thrown in together, ain't it? Again, for you're, about the fourth year in a row. Yeah, you're, you're all... What was it? Tag t- was it a tag team turmoil thing or something? Or last, year, last year, it was tag team turmoil. The year before, it was a fatal four-way... This year it's a triple threat, right? For the women's tag title, are we getting the women's like battle royale thing as well? Probably on the pre show. I know they're not doing the men's this year, but I think they're doing the women's. I read somewhere, could oh, be wrong. Fast, but uh, it's it's just it's. I don't yeah. say it's a bloated card because oh sorry, carry on, go on. Just quickly, Knoxville v Zane, another celebrity another celeb. Pat Mc Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory, another te- uh, technically, it's technically celeb, still. Like- a celebrity, mm. the way it works. Edge v Styles, that's just a mania match, a dream match. That Edge v Styles is probably the only one I'm genuinely excited about over yeah. the two nights. That's one of those mania matches that you're only going to get mania. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Uh, and RK Bro versus To Be Decided for the Raw Tag Titles as well. Yeah, there's there's not a lot on there that excites me, to be honest. Yeah. We've either seen it before or it's, well, yeah, seen it before, whether that be at another pay-per-view for about the third or fourth time, or from Raw or SmackDown for about the 52nd time. But they've got different characters, Troy, so it's different. <laughs> yeah. So what I think annoys me most is you've got potentially there like 18, 19 matches. Even if you get rid of the Pat McAfee one, because Pat McAfee's like, he's entertaining. That would be a good I don't match. mind that. It will be good. But 
the Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn one, and the Paul, not Paul Logan, Logan Paul. Logan and Paul. Who's Miz. A, Miz, that's it. Versus the Mysterios. Oh, man. You've, why, like, I, I get this relying on this celebrity star power and stuff at your biggest pay-per-view, but why does it have to be a match? Why does it have to be a match when you've got, like, a fucking wealth of talent there that aren't being used and they're getting people that have been there for years and working their ass off, whether they be in NXT or Raw or SmackDown, and you're bringing in blurts again like Logan Paul. And I like Johnny Knoxville, but I don't want to see him in a match at WrestleMania against Sammy fucking Zayn. Because WWE can't pick future stars. That's why I try. We're going to get to the point where everyone retires. I mean, and we're just stuck. With... They can book future stars, and we'll talk a little bit about that when we come to the NXT section. But I know what you mean. They're not, and I, I hate to compare them, but it's, you know, it's what it is. Fuck it. You look at AEW building future stars, and you look at WWE and their treatment of building future stars. And whilst WWE have got that lineage of people that they can rely on to come back in for these like kind of big one off, like your Goldbergs and Undertaker until he retired and whoever else, AEW don't have that as much. So they're relying on booking storylines. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I don't understand why, why WWE can't do that. And there's this constant reliance on we need to bring in like the fucking the hot topic of the moment. Who's in the social media? Who's in the press at the moment? Oh, we've got to bring them in. It'll get eyes on it. Oh, we've got to rely on someone, some old timer to come back in. Like, just, it, it frustrates me. As I say, when it, when there's people that are sat there in, in NXT or people that have been released like from NXT or main roster and you go, fucking hell, like they could have had a decent WrestleMania match. It yeah, because take- they were... Hard to work with. Hard to work with. Like hard to it, work with. It doesn't take long to to book someone into a storyline to build to WrestleMania. Like we know that typically, like WWE aren't a long term booking kind of promotion, unless you know it's Lesnar and fucking Reigns again. Um, and even that's not long term booking, is it? It's just repeat, copy, repeat. But they can't do it. And so their version of a long-term booking scenario is like three, four weeks at best. Like, how difficult is it to book someone that has been sat by the wayside? Mustafa Ali, what the fuck have you done with him recently? Cesaro's gone. You could have booked it. Like, how much hype was there around Cesaro's mania match against Rollins last year? That, and that he, didn't he have got all... promised that on his contract extension. And then as soon as he got given that match, it was done for. Yeah. That's, that, what, that's what looks what like what like. just happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you, you've just you've so many people on it. We could sit and go through like the whole fucking roster and go, they they deserve to be on, they deserve to be on. And instead, we've got to sit through nonsense with Logan Paul and Johnny Knoxville and just matches that we've seen week in, week out and Raw and SmackDown. Like it's just really frustrating. It really makes it hard to invest in like in them as like general product, but like certainly when it comes to mania, which typically, even if you're not a big WWE fan or a regular watcher. Mania is always like, well, I watch it for Mania or I watch it for the Rumble. Yeah. But there's, apart from Edge and AJ Styles, no. even as a casual fan, like I, I say I'm a casual fan, so I pretty much am, so I don't watch Raw and SmackDown. 
there's nothing on there that makes me want to go, do you know what? I'll sit for fucking then eight, nine a, hours and watch it. That's the whole point. Casual fans see the names Logan Paul, Johnny Knoxville, and Brock Lesnar and go, oh, oh, oh. Why, why are they all on the card? As a casual fan, if I saw the lineup for Mania and saw Logan Paul and now I go, what the fuck is he doing on there? I don't want to watch that shit. <laughs> I don't want to watch him on his own YouTube series, let alone in front of fucking 100,000 people prattling about in a ring. Hey, you can play as Logan Paul in about three months time when WWE 2K. I won't be playing against him. However, I will be beating the absolute tar out of him with my <laughs> own created character. <laughs> fuck that guy. I don't care. You have a podcast, do you? Buff, buff, buff. <laughs> <laughs> Knock him out. <laughs> oh. Anyway, move on, mate. Go next to the next up. bit. I've had my rant. <laughs> <laughs> Damien Priest versus Finn Balor for the US title will be added to the WrestleMania 38 card. Per Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Natalia and a to-be-determined partner will be added to the WWE Women's Tag Title match. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, and a Women's Battle Royal is also listed internally for the WrestleMania tag. I mean, Priest against Balor I'm all right with, but we did only have that two weeks ago. Again, we've had title. That. Yeah. Like, give it some breathing but room. Then- this is where they go, oh, it's a different character because we've just turned Damien Priest heel, though. Oh, it's going to be Finn Balor against the Priest. The Damien. The Damien, that's it, not the, the Priest. Damien. The Damien. Oh, my God. That's, that's what they had on the YouTube video. The, the Damien. Damien. Oh, wow. <laughs> Please make his name the Damien just so I can laugh at what? it every week. <laughs> Why did you sigh about Natalia and a to-be-determined partner? Because it's Natalia getting on the WrestleMania card unnecessarily again for like the fifth year in a row by getting a partner to go in the women's tag title match. She got Beth Phoenix in the first time. Who hold on, let let oh, oh that's it. I'm setting oh, you off now. <laughs> Natalia, I don't understand the Natalia, I just don't understand her. What's good about her? You've never been a fan, have you? Oh, I I just don't understand what the hype is about her, or why she's a thing. Do you know a lot of people say that about Dolph Ziggler? Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, they do. Whoa, whoa. I'm not saying I agree with them, but a lot of people see him like her. disgusting. Never say that again on this podcast. I'm just, I'm just, don't shoot the messenger. Ah, I'm just repeating what I've heard. They're they're just, that's the chatter doing the rounds, mate. How fucking dare you. How dare you? How dare you? What are you looking up then, darling? Natalia and Tamina won a tag team tur- turmoil match to receive a women's tag team title. Oh, they match did. That was last two. year. That yeah. Tamina she teamed up with last year. See, she just grabs some poor lassie to join in a team with her <laughs> every year for the women's tag titles just to get on the mania card. What the fuck? Right. Okay. Firstly, I'm not sure it's her grabbing some wee lassie. <laughs> I'm fairly sure it's Vinnie Mac going. We'll put you on the card and you'll team with her. She's not walking around backstage catering going, right, who's nay up too much? You'll fuck, you'll do. Come on, have a match with me. She's not doing that. <laughs> but I, I do get you. I, I don't see the hype with Natalia. But I really don't. She, no, she was there. I was a bit to moan. No, she wasn't there. I look, oh, oh. <laughs> She's not even on WrestleMania 36. That's a good she is. I mean, that was only two years ago. She's not there. 
I know, but you said she's been on it for like the last five years. Didn't oh, you? well, it feels like it. <laughs> oh, I... two, two years feels like five in WWE in the WWE universe. <laughs> Some weird time loops, like dog years. <laughs> oh, oh, it's just fresh, honestly. And she was in that women's battle royal in WrestleMania 35. Cool. Oh, aye. aye. Anyway, fuck, I'll move fuck on Natalia's to... pesh. End of story. <laughs> I'll move on to some Cody Rhodes news because things went a bit quiet the other week. Apparently, talks had fizzled out. And after a lot of hoopla, hoopla a couple of weeks back, uh, it's died down. But there have been a few things that have come out in the last week. Uh, Starting with uh, Dear Uncle Dave from the Wrestling Observer Radio. He said that the date WWE wanted Cody Rhodes on TV was for this week's at the time of recording, March the 14th episode of Raw in Jacksonville, Florida. What, what, why is that of occurrence? Jacksonville, Florida? Who's, who's based there? Oh my God, it's almost <sighs> like... It's almost like there's an arena called like Daly's Place or something there. But... <laughs> uh, they still want Cody for WrestleMania 38 and talks are ongoing, but a deal has not yet been reached and time is running out. Uh, sources for Fightful Select's recent Cody Rhodes update indicated that Cody was pitched as Seth Rollins' WrestleMania opponent. And that was obviously uh, now up in the air. And finally, from Fightful Select, Cody Rhodes has apparently had multiple offers on the table from multiple pro wrestling companies. Apparently, one AEW EVP just last week believed that Cody is WWE bound and will wrestle Seth Rollins at WrestleMania 38. I mean, a fair play to Cody Rhodes having Vince McMahon by the ball sack and just <laughs> tugging on it constantly. By the ball sack? <laughs> just tugging on it constantly going, come on, man, give me more money. Come on. <laughs> Put another zero on. Surely this bag has got some gold in it. <laughs> Jiggle. <laughs> oh. Fair play to Cody by not just going, I really want to be on WrestleMania. I mean, the thing is, it's WWE that want him. It's not the other way about. That's for the once. point. Yeah, that's that's the that's, big. Yeah, thing. that's the big thing. I'd not thought of it like that. Cody Rhodes is. He doesn't need the money. He's been no. at Mania before. Yeah. Yes, he's a bigger star now. Yeah. And a match of Seth Rollins at Mania would be probably. That's I would mo- look. That's I a money look, match. I would look forward to that match more yeah. than Edge and AJ, mm. or anything else on that card. Would you? Because it would be more of a, are they going to treat Cody Rhodes like a big star? Because if they want AEW names in the future, they have to make Cody Rhodes look like the biggest star possible. If not, from the off. If not, no one's going there. No one's going from AEW to WWE again. Yeah, yeah, very true, very very true. Because this would be the first time they've signed a big star from there to WWE. Yeah, well, he would be not only the first person that they've signed from AEW to WWE, but he would also be the first person to have been in a WWE left to go to AEW, not just another company and then come back. So you've had people that have gone to, so Drew McIntyre, for example, most recent or Bobby Lashley wrestled in, in impact and, and wherever else around the world and then came back. Whereas no one to my knowledge Oh, did Tino Sabatelli? 
Fuck off. Uh, what a, that's a snake and a half. No, known rat Tino Sabatelli. Known rat Tino Sabatelli. <laughs> Apart from scumbag Sabatelli. Um, <laughs> he got a early. lot of money in his hand for fucking paying for Mandy Rose's manicures. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he would be, yeah, the, the only person to have jumped ship, gone to like a big, big, like to AEW basically, and then come back. Um, but then there's a difference between Tino Sabatelli and Cody Rhodes. Of course, there is. There's a massive there difference. Yeah, Tino's over as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> over uh, the cliff because AEW got rid of him and then so did WWE. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Do you want Cody Rhodes in WWE again? Do you think he's got a position? Do you think he's got a role in WWE? If they treat him like he should, he could be a main eventer in WWE. Do you believe he's a main eventer? Yes, you we've do. seen him. We've seen him be a main eventer already. No, what I mean, we've seen him be a main eventer because he's booked himself as a main eventer. No, yeah, is, but you is can... he a main eventer? Yes. Okay, I'm not disagreeing. Much, I'm asking you. As much as we all hate it on AEW when it used to go adrenaline in my soul, sunshine, something, Cody something, Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, when the music would play. <laughs> Or when they're ha oh, and he would come out for his Cody Vader in the middle of the ramps because he's special because he's the big boy. Gets a WrestleMania entrance on an episode of Every Rampage. week. <laughs> Every Be single week. Fud. Aye. Like that how did how did Roman Reigns become a main eventer? He got pushed to fuck. How did Brock Lesnar become a main eventer? He got pushed to fuck. Oh no, Brock Lesnar became a main eventer because he's an absolute fucking animal. Yeah, but like no one actually knew who he was till he, he appeared on WWE. Let's be honest. Well, yes and no. If you followed like collegiate wrestling, then yeah, you do. That's like going no who, one knew who Kurt who Angle was. That's like going, like, well, clearly like, it's a big fucking deal. Like that's like going no one know who Kurt Angle was before he came to WWE, won an Olympic gold that's, medal. Yeah, that's different though because he was an Olympic gold medalist. Still like ama- not amateur, but it's still massively different. Uh, I don't know. Brock Lesnar, he appeared the night after Mania and then got pushed to the moon, killing the Hardy Boys and then killing whoever else got in his way. Won the King of the Ring, won the title versus The Rock at SummerSlam, bish bash bosh, all in about three months. Yeah, to be fair. Without losing. It wasn't a a real quick succession, was it? That was a push. Exactly. Like, (laughs) even though we hated it, it happened to Roman Reigns as well. He got pushed. We hated it, but it happened. Yeah, yeah, but, main event, yeah, but his was over fucking years of people not wanting it. At least Lesnar's was over in like three months. Hulk Hogan pushed himself to the moon, brother, brother, brother. He became a millionaire. Triple H pushed himself to the moon, brother, brother, brother. No, golden Triple shovels H, and Triple all H that. Triple H married the boss's daughter. <laughs> golden shovels and all that, you know? <laughs> fucking, like, yeah, Cody's a main eventer. Okay, that's fine. I feel like I so. went overboard on that, but no, not go. at all. No, no, it's in- <laughs> it's it's interesting to well, not interesting, but it's it's um it's important to do that, I guess. Like if you're gonna say, yeah, he's a main eventer, and then you can back it up with stuff like that and go, well, he's done this, he's done that, that person did this, and you've got comparisons. That's fine. It's all right going off on a tangent if it's related. It's not like when I go off on a tangent and forget what the fuck I'm saying because I'm senile. If they want to have a future of signing EW 
stars in the future. Yeah. And they do sign Cody. They've got to become prominently. Hmm. Not not necessarily push to the moon, but treat him like a main event. Got to be up there all the He's time. Got to be a main event. I mean, or it, upper mid carder like Kevin Owens and who else is upper mid card? Fuck me, Seth and all that lot. AJJ. He's got to be in that category. Isn't that mad to say? Like just going off topic slightly, that you go, Seth Rollins is upper mid card. He's not. I'm sorry. He's not a main event. No, no. But you, what I mean, got the was. two. He was. He was, yeah. Not even two years ago. But isn't that mad for like for a number of years? He was the main event. He was the he was the top. And now you uh, up a mid card. Not main event. You've literally got two main eventers in WWE. I agree now. with you. I agree. I just think it's mad to kind of look back and think, God, it wasn't that long ago. And same with Drew. Yeah. Drew McIntyre carried the company through the pandemic. And even before that was still pushed fairly high. Yeah. And now he's pissing about with Mad Cat Moss and Baron Corbin. <laughs> Happy Corbin, sorry. Happy Corbin is a different character, Troy. Come different on. character, of course. Yeah, of course. It's, di- it's different, see? So to, to round off on that little bit, you believe Cody Rhodes is a main eventer. He needs to come in as a main eventer. And you're, 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 ha- you're happy with that? Uh, in WWE, yes. Okay. I'll they be need, honest. They it would need be, main eventers. It, they need that's that was going to be my stars. Point. It's it would be refreshing to see a a fresh face come in as a main eventer and really mix things up because it it feels stagnant. It feels very stale. So whilst I may not necessarily agree, Cody Rose to go into that slot based on what he's done previously, based on how he's built up his own stock, I guess over years. Um, it would be cool to see him come back in. I guess. I can put a tenor bet if they do stuff with Cody Rhodes, make him feel good like a star stuff, he would do anything to help out that NXT 2.0 as well. You reckon? Uh, well, his dad was pretty into it's true. early it's true. doors, wasn't he? It's true. Yeah. So, Do you think he also has another role while he's... I know we're going on a bit about this a little more. Do you think he comes in as a wrestling talent? Only, or do you think he comes in with a bit more? So obviously in AEW he was he EVP. had that backstage for he was yeah. EVP. Maybe not coming into WWE as an AVP, but maybe coming in as you say something to do with NXT 2.0. Maybe like booking a producer as well. Or thing is, he's going for his contract because he Cody Rhodes thinks he's the biggest star. He, yes, I've just like. Contradicted myself. Yes, by... yes you've just brown nosed him for five minutes. <laughs> I've brown nosed him for five minutes. <laughs> uh, like Cody's gonna have like things on that contract to help himself out. Demands. Demands. He's like he's gonna Brock Lesnar the shit out of that contract. <laughs> he's gonna brother, brother, brother the contract. He's, he's gonna brother, brother, brother the contract. <laughs> and as soon as something goes wrong in that contract, Cody will just fuck off. Mm. Like that's yeah. simple as. Yeah. It's not. WWE need to be WWE need to be very careful if they do sign him because I don't know, whilst well, and this is off the back of that Pat McAfee interview, like whilst kind of Vince claims he doesn't pay any mind to other promotions, organizations, and whatnot, they must listen to some degree. And there's clearly interest from them to sign current AEW talent once their contracts expire. In the back of their mind, they're like, if we get Cody, we've got to do right by him. We can't be seen to fuck this up. Because to your point earlier, 
this sets the benchmark for yeah. if anyone else decides to jump ship on how well Cody's treated. So in the back of their minds, they've got to have that. Yeah. Because they, they've been very open in saying they would like people like Jade Cargill. MJF, I think, was another one that came. Wardlow. Wardlow, exactly. And they're not going to go over there if they go, well, Cody Rose is a main inventor, whether people believe it or not. He's gone over there and they've treated him like shit. I'm not yeah. going over there. So WWE, in the back of their mind, surely must be thinking, we can't fuck this up. If we get him, we cannot fuck this up. Yeah, they have to. There's yeah. no other way around it, really. Yeah. Anyway, oh. <laughs> let's... Oh. Here we go. Oh, Here we go. Last bit of WWE news. Jesus. Per- Let's hit it on a high note. Perfightful Pete Dunne SmackDown debut as Butch is his official call up from NXT to the main roster. Prior to Biggie suffering, oh, yep. Prior to Biggie suffering a broken neck, the plan was to book the New Day versus Sheamus, Butch, and Ridge Holland at Mania Ferry. Christ, we were going to get that on Mania as well. Good old Butch, eh? Oh. I mean, so we were watching, well, we weren't going to watch it. It was at Jay's. Yeah. And he, I think it was on Twitter, and I think it was Sean Ross Sapp was just like, I'm hearing something pretty big come out of like WWE in terms of there's been a lot of groans, a lot of frustrations. Like <laughs> there's there's some real backlash over something that's going to happen tonight. And it was, I think it said it was it was meant to happen during this match and we just I think the segment before was something to do with Brock and Heyman and Brock chasing him about and we were like okay well that's now we might as well watch it and I don't have you seen the segment where they introduce him and you've got Ridge Holland and Sheamus and they're like oh we don't need the whatever they've got the crowbars or fucking Billy Mallets or whatever they are yeah so we've got something else and it's that whole just don't insult our fucking intelligence. You may know him as a different name, but we yeah. know him as Pete. Pete fucking Dunn, one of the longest reigning champions of the modern era in WWE. Why match, do you match have... of the year candidate and takeover? You had him defend about on Raw not two years ago. Why do you have to give everyone a character? I don't understand. It's like the it's like the uh, mid to early nineties WWE. It genuinely again, is, and it's. I'm so glad I stopped watching main roster like what yeah. a year and a half ago. <laughs> I'm I'm gutted. Like I remember, like when me and Jay saw this, we saw it come out, and both of our jaws just hit the floor. Jay was eating some chips or something at the time, and he just chucked his chip down and went, "That's it, I'm done with him." <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, "I can't believe you've done this to my boy." <laughs> of everyone that was in NXT for years and years, I was. So excited to see Pete Dunn come up. And I Do know it's a, I know it's only a name change. And I know a lot of people online are saying it's just a name change as long as they don't do anything to his character. I'm like, fuck off. He looks like a fucking chimney sweeper. You've got him in a flat cap and braces. Like you've already Jim started Jim Jiminy, Jim Jiminy. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's just like a fucking extra out of Mary Poppins <laughs> or Bedknobs and Broomsticks or one of those you that fucking... features Dick Van Dyke and chimney sweeping. Oh, fuck knows. Do you remember when Pete Dunne was the odds-on favourite to be the first English WWE champion? Nah, yep. me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's, it is disappointing. Like, I, I don't understand what the point of developmental is if you're going to build a character up in developmental and then, and then totally change it. Like, yeah. What's the point of it? What? I, 
And this isn't even like it's, it's a character that WWE had built up. Like he was doing a similar gimmick before. He was Pete Dunne the whole time with WWE. Yeah. He was just... Pete Dunne before he showed up in WWE. He was the bru- the bruiser weight that yeah. whole time. Why I change just, it? It's just fucking it's baffling. And that's that's like the third major NXE UK talent they've done that to. Piper Niven, Walter, and now Pete Dunn. I Rick, worry Ricochet coming... became a superhero that lost a lot. <laughs> Akid is coming over from NXT UK next week. I fear for him. I really do. Miguel Salsa. <laughs> <laughs> Hector Chorizo. Hector Chorizo. It is. It's going to be something like Jay's already got the fear because we watched NXT UK this week and he was just like, yeah, it looks it looks like Aiken's growing his moustache out. I'm really worried. <laughs> I'm really worried what they're going to do. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. He's, he, I'm telling you, he's going to have a red cloth and go, Toro, Toro. And then El Chorizo's going to come back. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's this is just fucking awful. Is it? They've watched one episode of the new series of Peaky Blinders and gone, yeah, that'll do. That's what Ridge, we're gonna do. Rollins already there. We'll just do the same. The skinnier boy out. that just grunts a lot. Oh man, <sighs> it's, I can't say anymore. Like I'm disappointed. Anyone listening, you can hear my disappointment. I'm not going to keep dwelling on about it because I've already spent the last fucking three days punching walls in frustration. <laughs> so we'll move on because fuck Butch, fuck that nonsense. Let's talk about NXT. Um, so NXT news, Meltzer has indicated that there is talk in WWE of calling up Bron Breaker to the main roster pretty quickly. Breaker is wrestling already uh, on weekend house on this Past weekend's house shows. Scared of Dolph Ziggler, mate. Scared of Dolph Ziggler. Scared of Dolph Ziggler. That's Be what it is. Hey, <laughs> they're going to have a match on Mania weekend at TakeOver and he's going to just shit the bed. And Ziggler's retaining. Telling you. Right, okay. <laughs> You're laughing. You're laughing, but did I not say weeks prior that Ziggler's winning that NXT title? I think and you, said what that, happened. You, you said that in jest, though, didn't you? You nah, didn't say. Nah, you nah, said that nah. with no conviction. It was just because Dolph's your favourite. You, you weren't saying everything you, I say with no conviction. You weren't saying that because you genuinely believe Dolph uh, Ziggler was going to win it. Nah, you're a fucking. You can't even look me in the eye when you say a... that. <laughs> you know you're talking out nah. of your head. Uh, he's here to show the world. He's here to nah. show the world. Come on. Bring it on. Your ass is out your windy. Your ass is out your windy. <laughs> um, Bron Breaker on the main roster. It was only a matter of time, wasn't it? Like, clearly they saw big, big things. Him. I didn't think it was going to be this fast. As What's... in, like, feels like possibly in the next couple of months. Like, maybe just after Mania. I, I genuinely think it was going to be Ziggler and Breaker uh, take over. And Ziggler's going to retain. And then Breaker goes main roster. Breaker comes to oh. Raw on, like, the Raw after Mania. Well, he was already there, what, last week? Was he? Yeah. He's been there the past two weeks? No, no, but what I mean is he's in like... Full time. That's yeah. his full debut. Yeah. Like he comes in and he's he's on he's on the roster. Uh, yeah, it's cool. I I think he's good. I like him. I'm surprised but, uh, it was... Why not keep 
him in NXT as the face of 2.0 like you had him be. It made sense. To you're just going to have to put someone else him. in that spot. Because the thing is, they 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 moved Champa to main roster, and he was the face. He was the yeah. linchpin of that, and they built it around him. And they moved him to Raw, and they made Break a champion. So it's like, okay, you're building the division, you're building the brand around him, and now they're going to call him up. I'm like, how quickly are you fast tracking these people? I remember several months ago there was an article that we spoke about on a news episode where NXT were kind of employing this system where they would basically look to sort of fast track it. Like if they saw something, if they were performing well, then they would move them on fairly quickly. But that's, to me, it's still mad when you think like, yes, okay, maybe he's ready to go up. Maybe not, I don't know. But they clearly made a big point of building the brand around him. Uh, He's only been there six months. Since... Basically, 2.0 started, so what? Maybe a little more? About summer? six months? As summertime, last yeah. year. Yeah. It, to me, it's just a bit weird when they. it was evident that it was kind of, he was the top of that brand, and within six months he's gone, and yet, even when, yeah, it, it's, it's just mad. It's mad. But, cool. Sorry, Ziggler and Mandy Rose, the youthful of the two of them will carry that brand it's perfectly fine NXT 2.0 is in good hands aye is it perfect right if you want to hear more go to the NXT 2.0 review every week on a Wednesday night yeah baby absolute fever dream absolute fever dreams it's the only podcast where we basically talk about literally anything but wrestling. But wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like an open mic session yeah. with, with some tidbits of NXT 2.0 thrown in. <laughs> uh, it stems around NXT 2.0, okay? <laughs> Shall we move on? Yes. Mike Johnson at PW Insider reports Roxy is signed with WWE. Roxy is a former Ring of Honor Women's Champion winning the title at Ring of Honor Death Before Dishonor by defeating Miranda Alice. Uh, that is that right? In a tournament final, she was going to defend the belt against Willow at Ring of Honor final battle. She lost the title to Diona Perazzo on the January 13th episode of Impact Wrestling. That was the title for title match. So it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bear in mind, she's what, 20 year old? Oh, she's really young. She's re- I'm sure she's really young. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know much of her at all. I, I remember you saying it was the, the title for title one, but. Um... Born 2001. There you go. Damn. Yeah. Bloody hell. That's how good she is. Wow. As a wrestler that Impact put the title on her. Ring of the... Honor, sorry. Ring yeah. of Honor. Well, and Impact. Uh, sorry. Um, uh, no, not Impact. Ring of Honor. My bad. Yeah, Ring of yeah. Honor. That's pretty cool. Um, as I say, I'm not really too familiar with her work, but as you say, given how young she is and the, the clearly the confidence that the company had in her to, to put the belt on her, says something. Mm. So she shows up in 2.0, then fair enough. Yeah, interesting. Then, how do they butcher it? What character do they give her? Uh, well, she wasn't called Roxy anymore, will she? No, she's from Texas. Yeah, what else have we got off her? What can ah, we... she's going to be like a second rate Mickey James, isn't she? Mickey <laughs> James isn't from Texas, she's she. Tennessee, or I could be wrong. 
They're uh, going to give us some cowboy gimmick, aren't they? Uh, Booker T uh, trained her. Oh, nice. Oh, was she at his reality of wrestling promotion? Then, yeah. Oh. Uh, a lot of decent talent has come out of that in, in the last few years, to be fair. So that's pretty cool. Uh, that's yeah. everything. That's everything for NXT anyway. We only had a couple of short bits. We will move on to some AEW and Ring of Honor. We can say that now. AEW, Ring of Honor, adjacent news. Um, so if you're wondering how AEW was able to use the Hardy's theme music for Jeff's debut uh, last week, Brian Fritz and others pointed out WWE doesn't own the song. It's stock music and anyone can use it for a small fee. How is such a... How is it stock music? <laughs> how... If that's stock music, brilliant, because I'm going to search for it and I'm going to put it in one of the videos that I make for work. But I don't, you've got to pay I, for it. I don't care if the video is about nursing. I'm putting the Hardy Boys music in it. Please tell us how much it is at some point whenever you decide to do it. Oh, what, so we can get it licensed for the podcast? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's licensed music. We can technically put it on the episode we put out for Jax. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I do you know what? That's mad. Have we even put that in here? Uh, oh, we have got something a little later on, on Jeff Hardy. I was going to say, we hadn't even opened with the fact that Jeff Hardy is all elite, which <laughs> biggest AEW news or one of the biggest bits of AEW news coming out in the last week. Um, yeah. So if, yeah, if you didn't know, if you've been living under a rock, Jeff Hardy is all elite, uh, and he's got his original music, or at least the Hardy Boys' original came, music. Came to save his brother, but he did have to do a jig. Did have to do down. a jig on the way down. He did have to do a jig because the Duke, Duke, I think is you what gotta, he calls it. You got to have that Jeff Hardy jive in there. Got to have that Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy, bop jive and <laughs> dip, 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 duck, dive and dodge, whatever the fuck it is. Jack, jock, jive, jack and joy. <laughs> I cool. <laughs> oh, uh, a report on Tony Khan's purchase of Ring of Honor from SC Scoops says Ring of Honor execs think the deal will close in early April and current employees aren't expecting to keep their jobs after the sale goes through. Oh, so I mean, by the, current the, employees, so. Does that mean wrestling talent or not? Because they released all of their wrestling talent, didn't they? No, some of them are still under contract. Are they? Because Joe Hendry's still under contract. Okay. I don't know how many more, but there are... Danhausen was for a while after December as well, Mm. before he got signed. So I, I don't know who is, but I assume that's saying that because... I'm pretty sure the Briscoes, are they not still signed? Well, the next uh, little bit we've got on that is, is to do yeah, with them. Uh, yeah. Because they're, they're not going to AEW anytime soon, apparently. Uh, a, quote, person of influence at Warner Media has vetoed AEW signing the Briscoes, according to Fightful Select sources uh, at AEW and Warner. Jay Briscoe's 2013 homophobic tweets were apparently the issue that surfaced... Uh, and cause that person of influence to veto them signing. Right. Now, what's the difference of Jay Briscoe's homophobic tweets and Sammy Guevara on a podcast saying that he yeah. sexually assaults Asha Banks? He yeah. apologised and went 
to whatever like sensitivity training. Or... Yeah, that's what it was called. Apparently, D- Jay Briscoe's done the same. He's done homophobic tweets. Now, is the difference is he's not said sorry for it, or well, apparently he has. Apparently he's apologized. Apparently he's you know undergone sensitivity training and this, that, and the other since. So I don't quite see where the difference so, is here. So what? Yeah. So what is the difference then? Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. Like, I get it. Should be saying that sort of shit. And depending on what you said, sometimes there's no coming back from it. In this instance, as you say, you got someone like Sammy Guevara that said what he said, has apologised, still is in employment in the company, still has a long-term future there. And you got these guys, one in particular that said something, has apologised as well, but someone of influence is against it. Well, you know, by that merit, then do you not bin off everyone else? I know you'd, you could argue take everything, you know, case by case, but yeah, come on. Are you going to tell me that sexually assaulting a woman's like not as bad? Yeah, yeah, as being homophobic. Mm. I don't know. Like, we're not here to be able to pass judgment on that. But I, yeah, I agree. I, I, I think that's balmy when you've got people there that have said what they said, and not even just Sammy Guevara. You know, there was the stuff with Excalibur during his time on the yeah. events, and a lot of the stuff that he came out with. And he's on commentary every week. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's it's That's fucking true. balmy. So yeah, I don't know. Um, but I we were talking the the previous little news bit about current employees aren't expecting to keep their jobs. If the Briscoes are still currently signed to Ring of Honor and people aren't going to be keeping their jobs and their current employees and AEW won't sign them, where are they going? GCW, maybe? Yeah, uh, I mean they're not they were, GCW tag teams, they were. They, they were, yeah. They, dropped it they to, literally just dropped it to Nick Gage and Matt Tremont mm. at Hammerstein Ballroom. Yes. Um, I mean, they're still going to show up in GCW a lot. Yeah. If they're not in Ring of Honor, they've got other indie shows that they can easily go to. I don't think big... they'll struggle for work. And they're not going to struggle for work. It would be nice to see them on TV. Like, I think they're a great tag team and it would be awesome to see them I mean, go to somewhere like AEW, which already has a stacked tag division. The thing is, AEW's tag division doesn't need them. Whilst it'd be nice to see them there, it's not lacking for tag teams. Yeah, I don't see them going to WWE. Not with their style of wrestling. Not with I mean, their, if the money's their, right. I don't. John Moxley had a style of wrestling before. That's true. Ah, uh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. I don't... I. The Briscoes don't strike me as two guys that would be willing to tone down what they do. I mean, John Moxley had needles go through his gums at one point in wrestling matches. Don't worry about it. Back in the day. Don't worry about it. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Was this during his CZW days? Yep. His skinny John Moxley days. Skinny John Moxley. Brilliant. (laughs) (sighs) Next up. Fightful says Scorpio Sky's TNT title win was planned as far back as late 2021. Cody Rose's departure didn't affect anything in that regard. Cool. Uh, cool, yeah. Um, <laughs> first, he goes on about being the first uh, black man to win singles gold, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's fair, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's pretty uh, cool. Like, he's been undefeated for a year, hasn't he? 
Yeah, but that. he's also not wrestled for like six months of the year. But is he not? Well, it was always on dark. Well, that's still a match, though, isn't it? Does it count though if it's dark? I mean, do they count it in their win-loss records? Yeah, but then it no counts, one watches dark. You've never watched an episode of Dark? I did, but when AEW first started. Oh, okay. But that's a bit... Of, or when we had, like, Janela versus Moxley. Right. I mean, yeah. they churn out about 30 matches on a two-hour episode. Yeah, fuck they? that. <laughs> and you know the result of every single one of them. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sitting up it for two hours watching stuff like that. You sit about for two hours and watch NXT 2.0. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I will hear no slander. <laughs> I'm all for a joke, but I'm not having that thrown at me. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, uh, next up, some more AEW news. Uh, Fightful Select reported a couple of years after joining AEW, Matt Hardy had seen his deal with the company be extended. We're told that the deal was recently added onto, and that deal is now matched up with his brother Jeff's AEW contract. We've been told by numerous talent within AEW that Matt has been helpful during his two years within the company. Hardy would confirm the news on Twitch as we published the report, saying, I've extended my contract with AEW. I'm going to be here a little longer. They matched myself and Jeff up, which was very cool. And we can still do outside appearances, said Matt Hardy. That's cool. So basically, what's happened there is I went, right, Matt, thanks for the two years on your own. But now that we can actually get your brother in now, you know, the good one, we'll (laughs) throw you together so you're relevant. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Am I wrong? No, no, you're not. We've got the full package now. It's perfectly fine. It. We'll, we'll extend your contract to your brothers so that you both go together. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty cool that it, it's really cool that Jeff's there. Um, it's nice to see if we get another Hardy Boys run somewhere else. There's a lot of dream matches that they can have there. I'd love to see the Hardys against the Lucha Bros, against FTR, uh, against the Bucks. Um, uh, some of those others. matches we've had on the Indies before they yeah. returned to. And now we're Good now we're them pot- again. potentially getting them on mainstream TV or even pay per view, so that's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, good shit. You get more Matt Hardy in your life, which I know you're excited about. Hey, as long as it's with Jeff Hardy, like everyone else, I'm not going to complain. Do you, are you just not a fan of Matt Hardy at all? On his own, no. Nah. No, nah? has he nah. done nothing? That's nah. He's not for me, like. <laughs> It's no for me. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Would you like me to lie to you? <laughs> oh, I love Matt Hardy. He's better than Jeff all the time. I mean, you, oh, lied, to, you lied to me when you... should have been WWE champ, not Jeff. <laughs> you lied to me when you said that you genuinely believe Dolph was going to become NXT champion. Uh, I will hear no slander. So slander, you just lie. You keep bringing up NXT and you moan at me for trying to bring it up all the time. I'm just saying... <laughs> Uh, Shall we stick with some contract extension news For this next bit Uh, Come on then Uh, Fightful Select has learned that AEW has re-signed Miro To a four year extension That will keep him with the company Until at least the start of 2026 
We're told that the deal is, was agreed upon late last year, but didn't get signed for a little while after that. And what was a surprise, we also learned that Miro's original AEW deal would have been set to expire in the spring of 2022. Considering that he debuted for the company back in September 2020, and the rounded dates of many contracts, the length of the deal is somewhat of a rarity compared to others. Miro hasn't wrestled since full gear against Brian Danielson and was dealing with a hamstring injury for a while. However, we've been told that he's been good to return for quite a while. I want to see Miro back. I think he's fucking awesome. All of the promos he was cutting was so good. The character work he was doing was awesome. The fact that he flew in last minute to face Danielson at that last full gear was awesome. With an injury, with like literally hours notice. I'm really glad to hear he signed on more. Just do something more with him. Yeah, like, like do, do more promos about how his wife's hot and she's a god. His, his double, his double jointed wife or whatever it was. That he said. Double jointed wife, I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on is she the god? Is she not the god? Who's the god? God's getting a battering and all give of me that. it. Give me it. Bet you it'll be nothing like Vince McMahon versus a spotlight. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good news, good news for Miro. Um, and finally, last bit of AEW news. Fightful has learned that the AEW Women's Championship between the Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. I don't know why I do that because I hate it, but I know you guys pop for it. Uh, I don't and, pop for it. I think I Britt Baker's overrated as fuck. Oh, thanks, boy. <laughs> I'm with you. Everyone else I'm is... Yeah, oh, she right, made a character but... for herself. Well done. It's almost like you usually have to do that in a company. <laughs> oh, we have <laughs> did you have breakfast out the grip box again this morning? <laughs> oh man, so there's certain people I don't like in WWE and AEW, and we seem to be speaking about a lot of them this week. We are, we are. <laughs> I, that's why. That's why I asked you to be on this one specifically. Uh, for- just Thanks, to wind man. you up. No, I didn't. <laughs> anyway, Fivel has learned that the AEW Women's Championship match between Dr. Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa had the finish changed multiple times in the weeks that preceded AEW Revolution. We weren't given a reason as to why, but the company is clearly setting up a rematch for the St. Patrick's Day Slam show in Thunder Rosa's hometown in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So- we, so that's that's been announced already, hasn't it? Isn't that a steel cage match? It's a steel cage doing? match a year after the unsanctioned match. The lights out, yeah, yeah, the lights out match. Um, Tasty and Jay are probably simping over this match, like creaming in their pants all week about it. <laughs> going, oh, I can't wait. Oh, yeah, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Ooh. We get to see Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa for about the fifth time. Yeah, you're not salty at all, are you? <laughs> I didn't realize that you weren't a Britt Baker fan. Think, oh, yeah, not not a fan. Nah, do you like Thunder Rosa? <laughs> do you prefer Thunder Rosa to Britt Baker? Yes. Right, that was that was a definite yes, wasn't it? Yes. Well, <laughs> yeah. Who who do you like in the AEW Women's Division then? We because we never review AEW together. It's usually you and Tasty, or on very rare occasions. Me and Tasty. Yeah. Who in, in the women's division? Because I know, I think I know who you like in the men's division, but who in the women's Sh- division? Sheeda and Nyla Rose. Sheeda's uh, recently come back, hasn't she? She's recently just came back, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Nyla Rose as well. Yeah. Is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, is there anyone else that stands out? Tay Conti, obviously. She's yeah. pulled through over mm-hmm. time. Chris Statlander, mm-hmm. you fan at all? Yeah, I'm yeah. a fan of Statlander. Uh, yeah. See, I, I do like women wrestlers, honest. Abaddon. As, yeah, I, yeah. We, I don't really see her. You don't really see her on Dynamite or Rampage, so. You don't really see her on Dark. You, well. <laughs> just, just don't really see her at like, all, but. When I was on AEW almost every week, the podcast, Tasty would like have a go at me for having a women's match as a low every single week. It's like, I can't help it shite. Well, it's, that's the thing, exactly. It's not my like, fault. You can't help it if it is, and it's not because it's a women's match, but the company were very open in saying they haven't given women's wrestling a big platform. Yeah. Kenny Omega was the one behind getting that into a position where it was prominent. So, of course, you, you know, you're low on there as a women's match. Like, it's backed up by the fact that the company have addressed that there's no when, spotlight on it. And see when once a month when they bring a big, like, male superstar debut... Yeah. Like once a month, it doesn't help either. No, exactly. But, Speaking yeah. of like Davies for, for, for AW and, and but more specifically the women's division, who of their recent female signings have you been happy with? And I know this is going slightly off tangent, but who currently as say a free agent in the women's, that's a woman, would you have signed to them? I've, I mean, I even though it is a former like woman, why would you not have like a Nixon Yule or Tony mm-hmm. Storm in mm-hmm. there? Why would you not have either of them there? Amber Moon or Athena? Is she uh, yeah, yeah, or Athena. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. Ali catches the obvious one for a non WWE name, right? From GCW, but I'm not a fan of her, but okay. a, a lot of other people are. Mm. Uh, session off Martino was literally on dark. She was on dark the other week against Ruby Soho, which was going to lead me to my next point and, and my initial question of people that they have signed for the women's division. Does Ruby Soho in your category of ones you like? Not a fan. Nah, no? nah, nah, nah. Even okay. in even in WWE, WWE nah, not a fan. No for okay. me. Okay, fair enough. She 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 does a weird run and it's like a gallop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's why you don't like her because she's got a weird run. No, like yeah, when, <laughs> when she like runs off the ropes, it looks funny as well. Right. Okay. I mean, I still pre- just, if it that's... helps, I still prefer her over Becky Lynch. If that's, that's... <laughs> any consideration, you, you prefer anyone and anything over Becky Lynch, don't you? Oh, top of the morning to you, <gasps> potato. <gasps> that's exactly how a promo goes. <laughs> Oh, right. Well, that's as good a note to end anything as <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> Let's move on finally to the rest of the world. Uh, do you want to take this first bit, mate? It's it's only very short. I don't even know if you're familiar with him. Yeah, faithful for a reporting that Fala Ba has finished up with Impact Wrestling. Ba, 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 ba. But bye for now. That, that's all he used to say was bah. Uh I don't know if he ever spe- spoke more than the word bah in his lifetime. Right. Uh, he's, he was a big boy, if you Google search him. He's, he's a big quite, horse, I know that. He's quite the girthy boy, aye. Yeah. Uh, cool. I assume yeah. he'll show up on like an MLW or a... 
GCW. GCW. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he'll be on one of the bigger indies. I'd that would assume. chuck him on one of the many, many, many shows that GCW have over Mania Weekend. Over Collective, baby. Can't Jesus wait. Christ. There's so much wrestling oh, on that. It's me unreal. and Ryan were looking at the schedule. 16 hours a day, 4 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the afternoon UK time until like the last show starts at 4 o'clock in the morning. So it'll go until like 8 in the morning. Fucking hell. So it's 16 hours of wrestling for three days straight. That's not even including WrestleMania. The thing is, the, the two, or AEW or anything the two, two of the littler shows out the 12 are during WrestleMania. Oh, really? Yeah, like they've put their bigger stuff on before that, like right. that doesn't cross over basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, crikey, That's oh, fucking can't wait. Fucking marathon, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Thursday afternoon, I'll finish work about what half two. Yeah. Come home, chill out. Four o'clock. Me and Ryan will be watching the wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, move on, we'll stick with some Impact news. Eddie Edwards has signed a new deal with Impact Wrestling. Uh, the former two-time Impact World Champion recently put pen to paper on a new deal, saying the following to Sports Illustrated. I've been here for almost eight years and I've done a lot, and there is still a lot more for me to prove. Cool. Ed- Eddie yeah. Edwards. Ooh, I'm not. A, I'm not, not a fan. Eddie Edwards is just, yeah, cool. Just yeah. Like he was part of the Wolves, even they weren't fantastic. An overly hyped tag team. Uh, cool. Yeah, cool. Well done. You were an impact champion. Who isn't he these days? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> uh, got some more impact news. Yay! <laughs> uh, Impact's multiverse of matches has an updated card. Is this a weekly thing, Emma Bobber? Or is it like a week's weekly special or a pay-per-view? I or? think it's a pay-per-view. All right. The Good Brothers versus the Briscoes. Nice. Uh, yeah, sure. Tomohiri Ishii versus Eddie Edwards. Ishii's going to slap the fucking piss out of him. I sure hope he does. <laughs> 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 Uh, Jay White versus Chris Saban, that should be quite the banger. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, an Ultimate X match. Do, do we know who's in Ultimate X? I no. don't think no. so. And Diona Perazzo, Champ Champ Challenge. He, she either defends the AAA Reina de Reina's title or the Ring of Honor Women's title. Nice. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that card doesn't sound too bad. Like I know there's a few other maps on there. Off the top of my head, I don't remember, but sounds like it'd be all right. I think um I feel like GOD are on there. Probably. I'm sure they are. I'd assume they are. Yeah. Um, yeah, sounds all right. That's on the first of April 2022. So about three weeks' time. Uh moving on. Former WWE stars. <laughs> Let's go. Oh. Let's go. Come on. See it with a straight face. Come on. Default man. Uh, I mean, Maven. <laughs> Default creator wrestler, Maven. Uh, and Jimmy Wang Yang 
have been announced for Joey Janela's spring break party. Who the fuck hasn't been announced for Joey Janela's spring break party? This is why it's the greatest clusterfuck. Because it's the greatest, I like mean, the greatest Royal Rumble. Fucking it's sounds huge. like it. <laughs> the biggest one before this is 50. So does that mean there's going to be more than 50 or oh there's going to be 50? I, I don't know, mate. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that takes place on Saturday, April the 2nd at 12.01 a.m. That's uh, a weird time for the start. That is four o'clock in the morning here it's, in the UK. It's not, it's one minute past four, but yeah. Uh, it's one minute past four, but yeah, in the morning. Uh, that's central time uh, yeah. at the collective at the Fair Park in Dallas. Janella yeah. tweeted the announcement, but never explicitly stated that ne- uh, that Maven would be wrestling at the event. Uh, Jimmy Wang Yang is set to take part in the greatest clusterfuck. H, uh, sorry, Hate Club versus Second Gear Crew versus the Briscoes for the GCW Tag Team titles was also announced. Boom. Boom. That is... Spring break as the card is stacked. I've for spring seen break. This, the card for that, and it is ridiculous. Ridiculous! Oh, <laughs> you you might even get me watching some GCW over WrestleMania weekend. That's how good the Wait, collective looks. Me and Ryan will be watching it live. So I know you will, is. darling. Oh. Oh. You're gonna be on a strict diet of fucking Iron Brew, blue juice, and I don't know sherbet powder. <laughs> sherbet powder. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. It's gonna be so good. Oh, Effie versus Minoru Suzuki. Oh, at God. spring break. Oh, no. <laughs> choking with his fishnets or something. Oh. Oh, that's going to be ludicrous. X-Pac versus Joey Janela. Brilliant. Oh. Courtney John would be happy for that. John Moxley versus um, AJ Gray for the title. Oh. oh. Honestly. And much, much more. It's just so much, isn't there? There's Man. so much. Oh, it's so good. Uh, next up, more WrestleMania weekend news. Uh, WrestleCon announced the entire lineup for their Saturday, um, 2nd of April, US versus the World event, which will take place at 11 a.m. local time at the Fairmount Hotel as part of the morning's WrestleCon festivities. The show will also stream live on Fight.tv. Uh, it will feature undisputed British, I assume that's the Rev Pro champ, yeah? Uh... Rev Pro, yeah. Is Osprey not still Rev Pro champ? He's heavyweight champ, I think. Oh, I didn't realise there was a difference yeah. between undisputed and heavyweight. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's a cruiserweight and a heavyweight. They're both undisputed. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it is. Uh, cruiserweight champion Michael Oku versus Rich Swan. That should be a banger. Oh, to be sorry. Fair. I've just seen it says cruiserweight. I don't know. Osprey's not right. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Think- that sounds like it'd be good. Big Demo versus Calvin Tankman. Jesus Christ. I literally seen Demo live, what, two weeks ago? So square go. It, yeah, he's not got any smaller, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big boy. He's a big boy. He's a big, hairy boy. <laughs> oh. uh, Gringo Loco and Flip Gordon and Caleb Conley versus Aeroboy Aramis Narez. Fuck me. Do, do you like flippy, flippy stuff? Because yeah. <laughs> you've come to the right place. Fuck That's going to be fucking stupid. Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, Davey Richards versus Mike Bailey. That'll, yeah, that'll, that'll be a hard-hitting scrap. Yeah. Uh, 
Sam Adonis versus La Hydra versus Mr. Iguana versus Abismo Negro Jr. Right, what is this? Kaiju Big Battle? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Iguana? <laughs> Sam Adonis is such a generic name. Sam Adonis. This is art. Oh, right, I know, I know, Sam Adonis? I know I didn't want to turn this into an NXT episode, but I think it's time that we bring out the NXT name generator. <laughs> For those that don't know, every now and again, we bust this out on our NXT 2.0 review. So here we go. Name your rookie. I'm just Whoa. I'm just gonna hit gonna hit random on there. Are you ready? This one's for you, Aaron. Okay. Eugene Todd. Uh, my name is Eugene Todd. Right. And I am Jackson Henderson. Yeah. I mean, they both sound as generic you as have Sam two Adonis. surnames. Jackson Henderson. <laughs> There's that whole thing, never trust a man with two first names. What the fuck do you do with a man with two surnames? <laughs> oh, go on, finish the card. Sorry, darling. <laughs> Rachel Ellerin versus Jessica Troy. Uh, and Bandido and Ray Horace versus JD Drake and Anthony Henry. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah, man. That sounds decent. And that's that's Mania Weekend as well, isn't it? There's everyone's doing a show on Mania Weekend. Jesus Christ. It happens every year. How long has that been happening for? Or has it happened every year and I've just not been as aware of it? No, it's it's been going on for a while now. What since 20 it's probably been going on for even longer, but I'd say about what 2014, 2015? Really? Like always just ram full of indie shows. Every, Every company goes to the same place as Mania. And do stuff around there. Makes sense. You've got yeah. literally tens of thousands of wrestling bands about. Mania's only on for two days. And when there's now else on, what are you going to do? If there's 100,000 fans at Mania yeah. in a stadium, yeah. why not get some yeah. of them to come to your show? Fair, fair. That's cool, man. Really good. Uh, we mentioned uh, Big Demo on that card for US versus the world. Um, the former Killian Dane in WWE, uh, will make his New Japan Pro Wrestling debut at Strong Style Evolved. It was announced that Big Demo, Big Demo will be wrestling John Schuyler on the show. The Irishman tweeted that he was delighted to be making his New Japan debut. Tapings are set to take place on March the 20th. And the card is as follows. The US of J Open Challenge. Jay Lethal versus Ren Narita. Blake Christian versus Swerve Strickland. Yes, boy. That was slap. Mascarada Dura- Mascara Dorada versus TJP. Oh, Tom Lawler. Well, that's the Cruiserweight Classic final there. Mascara Dorada. Oh, it is, isn't it? Of course. <laughs> I didn't even I'll forget. He goes under his original name now, doesn't he? Mascara yeah, that's Dorada. a Cruiserweight Classic final right there. And that's slapped as well, to be fair. Yeah. That was banging. <laughs> Damn. That, that's just flew under the radar for me. Totally didn't realise that. Awesome. Good spot. Good spot. Uh, For the strong open weight championship, the champion Tom Lawler will be defending against Clark Connors, Buddy Matthews versus Yuya Yumura, Rocky Romero and Wheeler Yuta versus Black Tiger and J.R. Kratos, Eddie Kingston and Fred Rosser versus Daniel Garcia and Fred Yehi. Good grief. That's (laughs) going to be stiff as you like. Jonah and Shane Haste versus Finn Juice. Uh, Josh Alexander versus Carl Fredericks. Shane Haste is Shane Thorne. Oh, yes, of course. Jay mentioned this the other day. Yeah. His name, I forgot that's what it was. Because uh, it's a sense like reforming the, the, the Mighty Don't Kneel. Yeah. Yeah. 
that'd be cool. Well, all they need to get now is uh, what's his name, Nick Nick Miller. Nick Miller, that's it. Nick, I don't know where Nick Miller is actually. He was in Japan for a bit because he was in the G1 two really? years ago. It's, it's under a different, different name, though. Hmm. I can't remember. Bring him back here, reform the mighty don't nail. Do it, yeah. cowards. Uh, Big Damo versus John Skyler, which we've just mentioned. Hikaleo versus Andy Brown. Talking of generic wrestling name, Andy Brown. I'm sure I had a boss. Andy Brown. I'm sure I had a boss at fucking Millets called Andy <laughs> Brown. <laughs> uh, the DKC versus Kevin Knight. So that yeah, that's 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 a card and a half. Wow. Uh, that's pretty decent. I, whether I got around to watching it or not, I don't know, but. There's plenty on there. There's something for everyone. There's some tag team madness. There's some hoss madness. Some cruiserweight flippy flippy madness. Uh, all of it. All the good stuff. And finally, it's GCW, but not Ooh. collective news because that's already out. <laughs> because we've had enough talk about the collective. Have we? No. 12 <laughs> shows, baby. Let's go. <laughs> oh. Uh, GCW announced Paranoid, which will take place on April 9th. That's a week after WrestleMania. Uh, it'll be main evented by Minoru Suzuki versus Blake Christian. Christ. Minoru Suzuki's Murder Tour Part 2. Yep. The difficult second album. Still, is he not on Collective as well? I'm sure he is. Who's Probably. he against? Like, Who's Effie. he against at Bloodsport? Yeah, he's uh, against Effie. He's against someone at Bloodsport as well. Uh... Um. I'll have a look. You can't yeah, remember that look. card. Yeah. Uh, Boosie versus Briscoes. Uh, don't go in any search thing, the word Boosie. It's not good for you. It's not uh, good th- Things will pop up you do not want to see, unless you're into that, obviously. Uh, AG Gray versus Swerve. Fuck me. Dickinson versus Masha Slamovich. Ugh. Uh, and Chris Bay and Second Gear Crew are also on the card. Uh, fuck me. Fuck. And that's not even collective. That's a week after. That's mental. <laughs> Absolutely mental. Um, there's just so much going on in there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to keep up. I'm just saying. Uh, ah, Minoru Suzuki is facing Chris Dickinson at Bloodsport and Effie at Joey Janela's Spring Break. Both are part of GCW's Collective 2022. And then, as you say, the week after against Blake Christian. The man just doesn't stop, does he? No, he does not stop. I mean, how old is he again? Like 53 or something? 53. Yeah. And he, he's, he's against Mike Bailey the night after. Uh, Devil in a new dress on the 10th as well. Mad. Oh. Mad. <laughs> Fair play. Fair play. Top, top shagger Minoru oh, Suzuki. Top shagger Minoru Suzuki. Right. That's the news. That wraps up everything for this week. It was it was a big old episode. It was a lot to get through. Um, thanks for joining us. As always, we very much appreciate it. If you don't already, please do give us a follow on all of our social media outlets, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, and Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. At time of recording, you're doing some streaming tonight, aren't you, Aaron? I am, yes. What are you um, doing? We will... Um, record it as well so it'll be on our YouTube uh, me and Ryan will be playing my GM mode on WWE 2K22 uh, but drinking game yeah. oh joy oh, yeah. have you got work tomorrow? no I'm off a week right okay brilliant 
That makes more sense, doesn't it? Does it does now, doesn't it? <laughs> Going in absolutely fueled up on blue drink. Uh, it wouldn't be the first time we've done that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Thank you for listening, guys. We'll catch you again next week with more news. All the best. Bye. Bye. Hello, yes, Dan Housen here. Dan Housen has been summoned. You must love this podcast, Housen, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Housen. (laughs) 